Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Radio Network. News update. News and notes from around Major League Baseball. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts said Kennedy Jansen should be available on Thursday against the Phillies. Jansen did suffer a bruised right ankle when he got struck by a comebacker in the ninth inning Tuesday night against Philadelphia. Blue Jays manager Charlie Montoya confirmed Thursday that Ryan Baraki will make the next start in the majors. That'll either be Sunday in Detroit or Monday at home against the Indians. Gene Segura is back in the Phillies lineup on Thursday. Good news as he's been out with a heel issue the past two starts. And in the NBA, Czech Diallo has agreed to a two-year deal with the Suns. The Pelicans didn't pick up the qualifying offer. And Reggie Bullock is going to miss some time to start the 2019-2020 season. The new Knicks guard had surgery on his back. The team said they'll have their medical staff update reporters later this summer. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. Office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, you know what I found out? Today is my five-year anniversary. Oh, my five-year like, scout, oh, my five-year anniversary. Yeah, is that I good? I thought it was more. Second. I thought it was longer. What do you think it was? Ten? It feels like ten. <laughs> but well, see, here's the thing: the first year we were at the Mirage, then we were at Bally's, then we were at Tropicana, then we were at Palms. So I've been at five. I've been to five, Vegas five times. So I thought it was more than five years. Okay, maybe you went one time. No, you probably didn't go if you weren't working yeah, there, no, right? No, no, no. Well, so that's interesting because I'm going to be going to Vegas for my third year, and it's been the same spot every time. Palms. <laughs> so I guess they found a good spot. I mean, I like it. Is it has it been the best spot of the group of the times that you, you've been there? That means well, no, Bally's was bad. Bally's was bad. Okay, that was like uh, you know, I think there was like some chalk outlines in my room there from you know, like we saw at the resorts there. Um, I didn't like the Trop very much. I liked the Mirage. The Mirage was kind of cool. I, I will say that I, I like the palms in that I think it's an easier hotel to get around in because it's really simple. There's like two towers. It's easy. And I like the rooms we're in. But the Mirage had a very exciting feel to it, Adam. Okay. Yeah, I have not been there. Uh, I've been to Bellagio. Oh, I like uh, Bellagio. Remember we went there for, yeah. what was it, the FSTA at the yeah. time? Yeah, been there a couple and times. Where I thought, like, yeah, I guess those are the only two that I've stayed at then in Vegas. Well, the Mirage, it was our first year, and we were with uh, Scout, and we had, you know, women, um, you know, uh, there were a Did lot of girls. Did your wife know about this? Well, I didn't have you, them. You I said just we had women, so them. you included yourself. Well, so Tommy, G to, must, that, to Tommy, get... G, Tommy G had a bunch. Okay. So it was, to, it just was, it was more built up. It, it, it had a different air. This has, what I like about the Palms is that it feels like a brotherhood. It's close-knit. It's tight. It's good. The Mirage felt like a little bigger. Does that make sense? 
Okay. I get it. Yeah. And the Mirage had a really good bar. That, You're not uh, a big drinker, though, are you? No, no. But some people that I were with never left it. Ah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of people who are huge, huge drinkers that yeah. are uh, part of the uh, fantasy football gathering at the I, Palms. Yeah. I can't even drink anymore, Adam. I'm not even allowed to drink anymore. Oh, taking medication. I can't even. Health yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even drink anymore. So it's like uh, we we went out. My wife's like, "You want wine?" I'm like, "Yeah, but no." Oh, kind you of can't a, even kind have wine. I just it's just easier if I don't. Okay. Even just one glass with dinner. I, I just don't. I mean, okay. I, maybe I could if I asked my doctor, but I just, I've just been going cold turkey, dude. Right. Better makes be dinner safe. cheaper. It does definitely. A much cheaper date now. If you take me out, Adam, I won't cost you nearly You'll as much. You'll definitely as be cheaper than uh, than some of the girls. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever realize that if you ever? I used to date this girl that didn't drink. I'd go, I'm like, this wasn't that bad. It's and then awesome. You'd it's so it's much awesome. different. Like it you have really, really nice dinner. It's like sixty bucks versus the other girl. It's like one twenty. Like yeah. wow, we just drank the difference there. Yeah, especially when uh, you know they like the hardcore stuff. You know, like tequila shots and things <sighs> like that. Then all of a sudden the bill is a little bit high, and especially in the New York area. Do you know my friend owned the Bowery Bar? This is a hundred years ago when it was like one of the hip, cool places to be, and we go in there. That was the first place where a beer was seven fifty. I was like seven fifty for a beer, and he was getting it right and left. He was getting it all. People paid it. I mean, oh, they don't, just... yeah, people don't care, especially you know after they have a couple. Then it's right. like, yeah, just swipe the card. It doesn't <laughs> exactly. matter. The, no, then <laughs> what happens is the next day they're like, wait a second, I spent hundred eighty dollars on alcohol last night. What the hell happened? Well, how about those places where it's bottle service only, and you have to guarantee them a certain amount of money to sit to sit in like a roped off area? That was genius. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Hey, look, people will pay for alcohol, man. So if you're in a club, restaurant, you can boost the prices and people will do it. Yeah, I mean, they get like three, four times what it's worth. But I mean, that was it was like my wife's birthday and we, we were in this club in the city. And to sit in this area, we had to guarantee them X. And I was thinking, are you kidding me? But I mean, what, what we're going to do? Not pay it? It's her birthday, dude. Yeah. I'm still for... paying off that bill. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Wait, check your mail. I think there's another uh, <laughs> bill for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I like champagne and all, but I don't like it at like $1,000 a bottle. That's the crazy part, too. It's like, you know, $175 bottle of champagne, they're like selling for $750. They're like putting four times crazy. as Crazy. Talk about making a profit. We're in the wrong business, man. I know. We really should have just sold, sold alcohol, dude. You want to just do that? Yeah, maybe we could open up a, a liquor depot. You get one in down there up here where I live and uh, make some money that way. Can I tell you what I want to do? I want to, and you would appreciate this because you live down in Florida. I want to find some area and make indoor tennis courts here. Oh, because it's so hot outdoors? So hot. So hot. Brutal. And I've got to think even during the good months, somebody, people would want to play inside in like a nice air condition. Isn't Don't tennis spend? pretty big down there in a high school level? I, I, I remember, no, it was golf. I was there. I, I covered uh, a girl down there in golf, and she's pro. Now. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Uh... Why do, Alex is Alex? No, well, I, I gotta find her name. Um, Did I tell she, you my son's fourth grade teacher was a, 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 a on the LPGA? Yeah, I'm not surprised. I she retired Florida, and then went, became a teacher. I mean, a like, lot of athletes down there in Florida. Yeah. Well, that's the crazy thing is like in tennis, I have this uh, girl who she's probably a two star in Florida, but that means she's like a four star in any other state. No, it's true. Uh, they just, yeah, because you can play year-round, the weather for a lot of the other sports. 
Right. So, I mean, she's, like I said, she's probably top 100 here, which would make her like number one in Connecticut. So, colleges are, looking, are all over her, dude. It's crazy. C- California, Texas, oh, Florida. Morgan Pressel. Hmm, don't know her. She plays in the LPGA tour. You still have her number on her? She's never called. No, I don't. You could be her caddy. No. Would you, if you dated a girl who played golf, would you be her caddy if she asked you? I mean, it depends. Well, you got ten, if you got 10% of the winnings. Then I'll do it. All right. It's worth it, right? <laughs> Get some nice, uh, be out in the nice good weather, walk around a little bit. See, good exercise, dude. Oh, You're for all sure. about that. I yeah. mean, yeah. I mean, I, I take walks every day now, man. Working from home, man, I didn't realize the lack of uh, inactivity. Although I can uh, tell you this, though, on Tuesday night when I played softball, man, I was running the bases like crazy. Look at you. I ran a lot. I, it, it, I hit a ball into right field right off the bat. I said, I'm going to second, and I hear the bench saying, slide, slide, and uh, I made it. But, yeah, I was running like crazy. Really? That's yeah. why I'm worried. What happens when my legs go? Am I going to be good? Because I'm an outfielder. There's not many people my age that play the outfield anymore. We might, we might have to just shoot you on us if your legs go. I think so, like a damn horse. Yeah, exactly. Between your shoulder and your legs, <laughs> you got nothing. All right, we'll actually get to some fantasy football. You know what we'll do it? When we return right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. On the anniversary, Ronis, five yes. years. It fe- I'm telling you, it feels longer. It feels at least seven. I think it usually does, right, when you're just having fun? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's, I have to think about this. I have to look at uh, <laughs> to really this, investigate. So you, think, so you think this might be wrong, that there's I do. I said that. I, I texted the back. I goes, it definitely feels longer. But Scott had the proof. But I know I left in July. I know I left in, in July. I remember that. Okay, so then it's probably accurate. Yeah, I remember I left in July, and all of a sudden it was just like, it was strange. So what can I tell you? All right, there was an online championship draft last night. And talking about strange, Adam, in round two, some team took Antonio Brown over Juju Smith-Schuster. Does that seem strange to you? Because it seems a little strange to me. Yeah, that's not typically what we see. Um, and I would... I would take Juju myself. Uh, I was actually able to get both in the Scott Fishbowl. I mean, it was on the – I picked two overall, uh, overall. So, it was Juju second round and came back with Brown. So, yeah, I think that's typically what we see um, is, is Juju over Antonio Brown. And I'm looking at the ADP uh, for what us. We have uh, Juju at 15 and Antonio Brown at 20. So uh, this is definitely a deviation. Actually, the 19. So Juju went 19 in this, correct? Yep. Uh, that's the lowest he has gone in, in recent drafts for us. Let me give you another one here. Round three, Julian Edelman went at 3-2. A.J. Green went at 3-4. That seems a little shocking to me. I mean, I've never seen Edelman go ahead of Green. 
Yeah, we both love Edelman and think he's undervalued. Apparently not in this draft. Uh, yeah, look, I've always been a huge AJ Green fan, and he was on a ridiculous pace last year before he got hurt. So there's going to be people who say, well, he's getting older, he's getting hurt. I don't want to uh, pay for him. Others are going to say early third round is a good value because we know what AJ Green can do. Uh, I like both players. I I take Green first, but I. I can't knock Edelman because we know he is going to be a huge part of this offense. He's just going to get six, seven, eight receptions every game. And he pro- he doesn't have the ceiling of an A.J. Green. Is he, he going to get a- 1,400 yards and 14 touchdowns, which Green Who, could get? Right. No way. Edelman no. can't do that. No. Right, but Green can. So that's yes. why I think you've got to take Green over Edelman. You have right. to. Are you, are you high on Green for this year? We really no, haven't talked about No, not particularly. Would you take you him? Or, you got to take him early. So you got to take him anywhere in the 25 to 28 range. Would you take him in that spot? All right, so let's put it this way. I'm looking at this board. I'm taking Thielen. I don't know about Edelman. I'm taking Damian Williams. I'm taking Diggs. I'm taking Aaron Jones over Green. You know, I have noticed Diggs has been falling at drafts. I got him at 312 the other day. On, did on you look at this, what Truck did, our boy Truck? Bell, Chubb, Diggs? That's not bad. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's definitely pretty good. It's pretty good. And then he got Lockett in four. I thought that was a pretty good start there. Like A.J. Green, I do. But I don't like the offensive line. I don't love Andy Dalton. I don't know what's going on there. I did hear a good interview today with Bobby Hart, the new uh, offensive lineman there. Uh, Billy Price is back, but I don't know that offensive line. When they said, "Hey, who's playing with you?" He only could name one guy. He literally could name one guy. The guy next to him. He didn't know the rest of the offensive line. Yeah, they already have a couple of injuries, so that that is a problem for sure. But I do think this is a team that should be playing from behind, passing quite a bit, and you know, Green's going to get a big target share. Uh, Tyler Boyd too. His development last year on the other side helps out a little bit too. You can't just focus on Green. Do you like Ty? I'm, I've been trying to decide about Tyler Boyd. Like, I don't know what I would do with him. Would you take Boyd or Robbie Anderson? I think Robbie Anderson. I, I do. I have Boyd ranked. I got to check my rankings. That's close. Would you take Boyd I, or Fuller? Boyd. Boyd or Dante Pettis. Boyd, because I know I can get Pettis the round or two later. Because I took Pettis in the FSG at seven one, but I see he's rising now. Yeah, uh, he's going to go six. He's thirty go second. Six. But it, yeah. also in our format too, the receivers are pushed up. Like Pettis's ADP is sixty six in our format. Sixty two, the earliest. Seventy six, the latest. In the seventy, yeah, he boy, but he is rising, man. He is rising. He, yeah. He's he's jumped like he more can than go higher. Round. I think he can go higher than I don't. Well, let's let's look at who's See, in front of him. I don't and know. And again, whether, we bring he, this up all the time. That's the benefit of drafting early. You know what? You could have gotten Pettis a month ago, and look where he's going now. And if he has a good training camp or one big preseason game, you know he's going to jump he could go around. He could go twenty six. He could go in front of Alshon Jeffrey oh, if he has man. a big training camp. He could. Yeah. Again, that's a ben- again. I got him seven one in a fourteen team league. That is not happening no more. Would you take Tyler Boyd or Jarvis Landry? That's a good question. I think I would go. I think I lean Boyd. See, don't you think though? I'm just throwing this out here. Isn't Landry on a better team with a better quarterback? Yeah, but it's not like Dalton is terrible. He's terrible. Oh my God, he's terrible. No, no, he's, he's terrible. He's not, he's not terrible. For, if he's the for Cowboys quarterback, do you feel like he that you'd ever win a playoff? Game? I'm not talking about NFL. I'm talking for fantasy. It's not like he brings down your receivers. AJ Green has had big years with him. 
I don't know, man. I really don't like Andy Dalton. I, I can't. I can't. But I don't think it's gonna hurt the receivers, though. Dalton's That's been it. like top a top ten quarter, top five fantasy quarterback once before. And How many years ago? How many yards did Andy Dalton? Don't cheat. How many yards got did hurt Andy last year? He missed. How, how many true. games did he miss? All right, the year before that, what do you have? Forty-two hundred. Thirty-three hundred. Sixteen well, games. But that was a terrible year for them. The year before, he was forty-two hundred with eighteen touchdowns. He's not a thirty-touchdown guy. He's not. No, close. he's not. But I, and I he's don't... not. And he's not a four-thousand-yard guy to me either. Well, in the NFL, the way that it is now, and if they're they're playing from behind, I think he can get there. Four thousand's not that big anymore. All right, last year. He had two 300-yard games, 243, 265, 352, 337, 248, 229, 148, 280, 153, 211, 100. I mean, there were some bad games there, dude. The argument is not Dalton for fantasy. It's what does he do for the receivers. I think Boyd and Green can be fine. Uh, Not when you're throwing for 100 yards. He's not, Adam, he had four okay. games at 100 yards. Okay, do you think that's going to happen consistently again this year? With that offensive line, it could. I, I mean, I really worry about the Bengals. I think that they could be. They could be 4-12. and 12. Yeah, but, but if they're playing from behind, that means a lot of passing yards. Remember, there were no A.G. Green was there. They, 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 you know, they lacked weapons on that team last year. A healthy Green and Boyd, Ross in his third year. I mean, I'm not counting on Eifert to be healthy. Mixing out of the backfield. John Ross will go down as a big old bust. Yeah. I never liked that pick when it happened. Do you realize how many touchdowns he had last year, though? <laughs> Six. Seven. But Seven. on 21 catches. I know. You I talk know. about a, a percentage that's not repeatable. You talk about immense regression. That's it right there. Could you imagine one out of th- every three times he touched it's the insane. ball with a touchdown? It's insane. <laughs> Someone's going to be like, well, uh, if he gets 80 catches this year, he'll score 28 touchdowns. That's the pace. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Let's take a look at team one. McCaffrey, Cooper, Thielen. Then he gets David Montgomery, Mike Williams, and then takes Henderson. Then he takes Kirk. That's, a, that's interesting. I, I like the way this team was built. I don't know if I would have went Henderson there. I mean, obviously, if Gurley's banked up, it's a home run. Um, yeah, I probably would have. Uh, I, mean, I, I, like I don't like Paris Campbell. I like him not that early. I think right. you can get him later. I've taken him in the double-digit rounds. And would you have taken Kirk over? You have Marvin Jones, Shepard, Cortland, Sutton, Kirk. Who are you taking? I would take Kirk. I really okay. think he could have a big year in that offense. I okay. really do. No, no. So I, I'm actually okay with Henderson because it's a boomer bust, so I, I like it. I just didn't like the Paris camp. Okay. Yeah. Who? Let me see who else was on the board there. 47. Uh, yeah. I like – I take Anthony Miller. Yeah. If you're I take Michael Gallup. Yeah, I would too. Finally, finally, Gallup getting some respect in this draft. I've seen he's been going like in the 60-65 range of some drafts. I'm like, really? You're going to let him fall? I, I, and I started, I'm like, wait, am I making a mistake? But I don't think so. No, I think he's going to be a ninth-round pick by the time we go to Vegas. Yeah, and he's ninth in this one. So. Do you remember how Chris Godwin last year was going round 13, and then in Vegas he was round 9? Yeah, that's why I can't, well, I think he was in my preseason pro. I think he was sleeper, and then obviously by the time, yeah, because I think I took him in round nine in Vegas. Right, I think I think Gallup is the same thing. And the quarterbacks, man, uh, we didn't see QB2 to round nine. Like it. Yeah, I want to talk about, ooh, there's a, there's a real shock here in round nine. We'll discuss who it was right after this.
from the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, guys, get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet up to $500. So here's how it works. You create a DraftKings Sportsbook account. You make a deposit. You place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com backslash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com backslash DK. You better act quickly because this offer will not be around forever. But if you do have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply, see website for details. But that should not be just be New Jersey. I think that should be like everybody, 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, uh, that's like a true. federal number, you know? So, Even though, I mean, obviously New Jersey is one of the states where everything's legal right now, so it's being heavily catered to, and we are, I guess, a heavy listenership in that area. I mean, the studio's based in New York, so. That's true. All right. Two things I well, want to cover. It's also because uh, it's specifically the DraftKings Sportsbook. And it, right, which I, I don't is know in Jersey. Many, right. I don't know how many other – it's it's becoming legal in more states now. But it's still not it, – it's heavily New Jersey. draws a lot of money in. I mean, I use it a lot. I just don't like that how every state can decide what they want. I, I just think it should just be federal. You know what I'm saying? It's everywhere. Yeah. That, that would be ideal because now every state has to go through this, and some states it's moving very slow. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get it down here in Florida. They passed mm-hmm. a bill here in Florida that makes it harder to get. A little confusing. So, all right, I want to talk about two things I'm seeing here. One, team number five, Adam, takes Pat Mahomes in round five. Now, I don't love it, but I'm okay with that. But then in round 12, he has this brilliant idea. So, let's talk about his team. David Johnson, Todd Gurley, Damian Williams, Josh Jacobs. He's got four running backs. Then he takes Mahomes. Then he takes D.D. Westbrook, Sterling Shepard, Devin Funches. Three receivers. Then he takes Njoku. Then he takes Kareem Hunt. Then he takes Dante Moncrief. Then he has this brilliant idea. He says to himself, maybe I'll take another quarterback. I'll take Kyler Murray. Why would you take Kyler Murray if you are you you had Devin Funches as your third receiver and you already had Pat Mahomes? Yeah, the roster construction is very odd here, and I'm surprised because this is your cousin. He's a doctor, Doctor Feelgood. So, oh yeah, that's uh, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a very like I can't imagine starting a draft, and especially in our format where we have three receivers, two flex, and PPR. I can't imagine starting four running backs now. Obviously, value is presented, and you switch it up, but I just can't imagine doing it. There's no way I'm taking Mahomes in round five. But as you said, you look, at some point, you got, you're going to take him. But the roster construction here is just not great. When you, you, you have D.D. Westbrook as your one, and you could say, well, i got four great running backs. What are the odds that all four of those guys are going to work out? It's He's going to have high. to hit the waiver wire. He's going to have to spend money on a receiver. And then this guy takes Zerline in 14, the Chargers in 15, then he waits and gets two tight ends at, nine, at 18 and 19. I mean, honestly, I don't know who Dr. Feelgood is, but I know he should try to get it. Uh, make sure there's check cash, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, it's a pretty odd roster construction here. And uh, again, you have to kind of read the room and look at other drafts. We've talked about a lot of these online championship drafts. This is why it should help you. We've been saying that a lot of people are not drafting your defensive kicker. Know the rules. The waiver wire will open up before week one. You can get your kicker and defense then. It makes absolute sense to just have a, a running back receiver lottery ticket at the end of your draft instead of a kicker or a defense where you can play the matchups each week or especially specifically for week one. And more people are doing it here. And that's what you should be doing now. And uh, you never know. Maybe one of these guys late pans out and hits if they don't it doesn't matter you're going to wind up cutting them anyway so considering the roster construction and then to reach that early yeah it didn't make sense all right here's another one that doesn't make sense so i'm all about somebody liking somebody i get it you like a guy he's your guy but team number six takes Jameis winston as the fifth quarterback overall on round number nine when I haven't seen Jameis go higher than round 13 or 14. So what my point being here is I don't care how much you like a guy. You don't need to jump four rounds to get your guy out. And that's just crazy. It absolutely is. I mean, I like Winston a lot, but he's the fifth quarterback off the board in this draft and run round nine. His ADP is 132. So clearly he jumped them three, four rounds in some drafts. And even if you love Winston, you know you can get him in round 11. If right. You Even, if you liked him, get him in 11. That's if you really like him. To get him in 9? I mean, that's just a terrible pick to me. Just terrible. This is just knowing where players are going. Have an idea. And you easily could have gotten Winston in round 11, round 12. If you want to push it to round 11, fine. But just look at this board. I mean, where, where was Winston realistically going to go? I Probably think he would have gone 12. I was going to say 12 or 13. 12. I would say 13 yeah. after Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray didn't even – I mean, when is going after Murray in every draft, dude? Every draft. Yeah. I mean, that's where you have to know the, the, the player's ADP. And uh, their argument might be, well, I don't know. Someone else could feel the same as me and jump him. If that's the case, fine. So you lose him. Is it a big deal if you lose Winston to someone else in round nine? It's not going to make or break your season. And I love Winston. I think he's going to have a big year. But you have to know the player's value. As much as I like Winston, I'm not taking him in round nine. If someone else wants to do it, fine. I'll find someone else. That's the, the key for fantasy is, you know, we, we go through this every year. Doc's going to talk up a player he loves. I'm going to talk up a player we love. And we know going into that draft where people follow our work, our rankings, and listen to the show, they're going to push that player up. If you do that, go ahead, take him. I'll find someone else. I'm not going to overpay. I just got a text from Jameis Winston. You know what it said? I wouldn't what? even take myself that early. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, too, if you're a member of FullTimeFantasy.com, you get access to this ADP. So that's why it helps to be a member because you'll have access to it, and then you don't need to, to jump, and you don't need to go in blind. I just feel like people like their guys, and I'm all about getting the guys you want. I am. I'm, I'm, I, I, I never want somebody to leave a draft and not feel they didn't get their people. But I just don't like, I mean, if you want to get a guy two rounds early, I can live with that. Four rounds early, I think you're making a big mistake, Adam. You're probably going to lose your league. Yeah, like if he took Winston even as QB8, QB9 in round 12 where Wentz and Wilson went, I wouldn't have a problem with it. You jumped him a little bit, but nothing crazy. But round nine, I mean, again, it, he, I just gave you the data. He's never gone that early in any draft. So why would you think 
There was no recent news on him either to say, oh, yeah, he's going to have a big year. Let's jump him. There was none of that. And, again, 102 was the earliest he went, and 165 the latest, and the ADP is 132. So you jumped him 30 spots from his ADP. That's too much, and especially at the quarterback position. You passed up Donta Foreman. You passed up Jalen Samuels. You passed up Michael Gallup. You passed up Damian Harris. You passed up Baker Mayfield. You, pa you passed up Emmanuel Sanders. You passed so many better guys than Jameis Winston, who even if I loved him more than anybody, I still wouldn't take him there. Yeah, I mean, obviously he likes Winston more than Baker. But you have to know that Winston goes well after Baker. Right. You, right. You just have to know what's going on here. So Matt Ryan went in round 11. Luck, Watson, Rodgers, Winston went in nine. That's a lot. A lot of red stickers there. Mahomes went in five. Breeze and Russell Wilson and Wentz went in 12. Baker went in 10. Cam Newton went in 14. Does that surprise you? No, I think uh, some people are a little worried about Cam with the shoulder. Uh, it seems like he's fine, so I'm really not. I feel like like Cam, the year that he was going top five, I wasn't interested. I'm interested in Cam as QB 13 off the board because he's got weapons. Even but not as your number one, though. Um, it Well, in this case, uh, I'm actually okay with it if I come back with another quarterback. I mean, in case Cam's – I'm okay with it because if it's the third – if it's QB 13, all right, I know I'm getting another quarterback pretty close to him, and I'll just kind of figure out the combo. I'll see how he plays early in the year. I mean, he's got explosive playmakers after the catch. You don't, he doesn't need to throw the ball downfield like he used to with Kelvin Medrin. Get the ball in the hands of DJ Moore. He was one of the best receivers yards after the catch. Get the ball in the hands of Curtis Samuel, playmaker. You know he's going to throw to Christian McCaffrey. Let the receivers do the work. Just put the ball in their hands. Let them do the work. You know Cam. He's never going to change. He wants to run the football, so he's still going to get those rushing yards. So I think I'm fine with Cam. He's I'm always gonna... produced for fantasy when he's healthy. You can knock him all he want. He's not accurate. He's not a great quarterback. This is fantasy. You have to have a different perspective. The fantasy numbers when Cam is healthy, right. they are always there. Always, always there. there. I think I'm going to do one draft. I don't know which one. I'm not taking a quarterback until round 15. And then I'm going to take two guys between rounds 15 and 18. Will there be one draft this year where you're sitting there like this one in round nine and go, you know what? Luck and Deshaun Watson are too good to pass up. Yes, I'll do that in one draft. Too. I think I have to, man. I, was at, I had Sean Childs on yesterday, and you know we were talking about Watson, and he said, yeah, man, like if you get, and I agree, you get to round eight or nine, and you have the bulkier receivers and running backs, if you believe like Watson is going to be like that quarterback this year, and he wrote a piece saying he thinks Watson could overtake Mahomes as the QB one, round nine really, why not? If you have, not, if I have, four, if I've got three running backs and five receivers, or four running backs and four receivers, I might do it in nine, but I would do it only, only Adam for Jameis Winston. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I would do it for Luck or Watson only. Me too. Me too. I agree. Uh, I think uh, if it happens in a draft, I'll do it. Uh, again, it's not the ideal plan because, again, you see the quarterback value and how they go so late. But if you really like your start through the first eight rounds, I'm willing to do it. I would do it for them. I, can't, I would only take Mahomes in seven. I will not take him before seven. I'm not even thinking about him before seven. And I think there will be someone in every draft who takes him before seven. Right. So I, I just know I'm not going to get him. Uh, there are just certain guys I know I'm not going to get, but I really am toying around with not taking anybody till like round 15. 
And then maybe I'm Trubisky Garoppolo. I'm Roethlisberger Rivers. I don't know. I think I can. I might be able to live with that this year. Absolutely, you definitely can. You can. You know, obviously there'll be some weeks where you kind of miss on the matchups. That's the one thing that I don't love about it. Like you know this. We had Mahomes last year. Plug him in every week. No need to worry. Right. It was a beautiful it's, thing. It's it a really was a beautiful thing. thing. It is. Right, right, right. Because when you do the two-quarterback matchup, there are weeks you're going to miss out. You're going to get it wrong. No, that's true. It's very true. All right, we're going to keep breaking down this online championship draft because we're doing it because we're full-time fantasy. It's my anniversary. We're back right after this. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. favor go to fulltimefantasy.com enter the promo code roto50 or ronus50 and you'll get 50% off your first two months and we love to have you be part of what we're doing uh, our rankings our preseason pro uh, you know our, our articles waiver wire visionary plays you're getting it right from the people who are winning at them I mean it doesn't get any better than that I don't know what else to say yeah, no, it's great content from people who have won big money, won in industry leagues. I mean, you know the reputations of all of us. We all do well, and we're continuing to put up a ton of content each and every single day. I have an article on a breakout receiver. I have an article coming out today on an overvalued player who had a huge season last year. So uh, lots of good stuff. Our preseason pro picks will come out soon. That's valuable information. I mean, that's worth it alone. You know how many good picks have been in that from – you, me, Sean Childs, high-stakes players. I mean, Kimra in his rookie year had Alvin Kamara on there. So if you listen to that, you stashed him. That was a winning pick. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, I love the preseason pros. I mean, because I, I like seeing it too. Like, what is Sean thinking? What is Ronis right. thinking? Mm-hmm. I, and, then I, we can, and then we can yeah. discuss it and say, okay. Because you know, the truth I, is I never talk to you about my guys, and I know you don't talk right. to me about yours. I, we, right. I, I don't see it until I go on the site, and I'm like, oh, Adam likes that guy? Oh, yeah, but then if I see – the problem is – if the people I go, go first before me, yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I can't put like I don't want to duplicate it unless I feel. No, even if I feel really strongly, I don't want to duplicate it because I want to give people, you know, a, a variety. So uh, that's the benefit that I guess you, if you go first, that you have is that. All right, damn, you took one of my guys, so now I'm going to go somewhere else. And tell I think who, you, tell it, me who Sean, you don't want me. To, who don't you want me to take, Ronis? No, I take whoever you want. I mean, sure, we're gonna we we do agree on a lot of stuff. You know, we yeah, definitely no. do. So I got an email right now. It's gonna. We're gonna. I know. I have a date ready for my public for my uh, preseason preseason pro to be ready. You have a date yes. ready. Yes. Okay. Do you want to give it out or not yet? Is it too soon? July 29th. It will be ready. It will be hot off the press. Okay. July I need another 20th. week. I need another week. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, that's a, that's a the good. The closer date. I am to August 1st, the better. Yeah, that's generally where we have most of them is usually uh, late July, early August. Yeah. Uh, and then a couple people wait till mid-August. So I'm trying to think. So I have to think about this. 
Yeah, who, didn't we have Godwin last year? Mike Williams. I, I know I had Godwin. Mike Williams was on a couple. I think I had him on one. Uh, damn. Hmm. It, it, it's so long ago we forget, right? <laughs> I know. I, just, I literally. I'm, did you know what Emily ran out? I've been through the baseball and basketball. I said, "What are the season? categories again?" I go, "What are the categories?" I forgot. Well, what I it know is. it's it's sleeper, <laughs> right? It's breakout. Okay. Bounce back. Stash and cash. Bust. And. Was there one more or is it five? I feel like there's one more I'm missing. All right. Say that again. Breaks. Stash sleeper. And cash, I remember. Sleeper. Breakout. Bounce back. Sleep. Bust. Break. Stash and cash. Bust. Wait. Stash and cash. Sleeper. Breakout. Bust. What was the other? Rebound. Yeah. Oh. Rebound. Bounce back candidate. Yeah. I think those were the ones. Huh. Interesting. I have to think about this. I don't know. I, I, I put a lot of thought into this. So do I. I don't, I don't, you know, I like to think about it for a little bit. I do. Cause I'm like, do I, and then I'm like, well, maybe him, but no. And I could go back and forth on a, a lot of it too. Oh, of course. Yeah. There's always a couple and you're trying to figure out, narrow it down and say, okay, which one is the best? So you want to think about it. Uh, oh, I found mine from last year. Oh, okay. So what are the All categories? Right. Sleeper, yeah. mine was Chris Godwin. Okay. Bust, LaShawn McCoy. Okay. Uh, breakout, Mike Williams. Nice. Comeback, Emmanuel Sanders. And then he tars, uh Oh, my stash and cash was terrible. Taewon Taylor. Ooh, that guy stinks. Do you have mine I found there? yours, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your, here. your sleeper, Mike Williams. Okay. Bust, Michael Crabtree. I was right about that. Breakout, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Comeback, Andrew Luck. Okay. That was easy, bro. Why'd you take the easy route on that? <laughs> Come on, man. Who was my stash of cash? Carry on Johnson. Dude, I had a pretty good one. Well, he was pretty good. Yeah, he, he Until did, he got hurt, he was pretty darn good. Yeah, no, he was good. Um, let's see what else we had on this list that was really good. Uh, Brad Cruz, uh, OJ Howard as a sleeper, and it nice. was working out. Busk, yeah. Pierre Garcon, he was. Taewon Taylor as a breakout. Oof. Comeback, Jamison Crowder. And James White stash and cast, which is good. That's good. That's good, yeah. Jamison Crowder meant well. That was probably a good pick before he got injured for the 83rd time. Yeah. So I'm trying to stash and cash. The problem with that is... It I, depends it, on when you write it, too. Because I know. I know. And, like, when am I going to cash on this guy? In two years or this year? No, it's this year, obviously. We're, 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 this is more for definitely this year. So it's someone, I guess, that maybe... It doesn't look like there's a path for them early on, and but they're, they're going to take be. some time. So I think it's I think it's got to be a guy in the double digit rounds. Like I would say, like Damian Harris would be someone, right? Okay, so does but like it doesn't have to be like a rookie. Could it be Michael Gallup? Uh, I'm just asking. Uh, how, how how would you see him as a stash and cash, meaning that? He might not be an every week starter early on, and right. But by the end of the year, he might be. He might. He might be a guy that you're absolutely putting in your lineup each week. All right, I could see it. I guess it's kind of open to inter- you know De- Devin Singletary, right? You look. Right, you that's look a stash at, you, and cash. You look that's at the backfield and, and say, "Well, McCoy's there early on, and they got Gordon yelled in, but eventually, right, right, Armstead, right, yeah, Kalen Ballage, like yeah. I'm, it's pro- It's so easy to do as a running back. You know what I mean, like. Um, actually, so Kimra had stash and cash last year. Matt Ryan. I mean, remember, he was going as a 
uh, uh, the outside the, the QB one. Pick, yeah, yeah, right. Like 15, so, yeah. so that is actually a good one because it's basically Ryan was basically drafted as a QB two, so you didn't have plans to start him every week. And then by the time the season came, we were projecting him as a QB one every single week. He was a top five, top eight uh, every week. She's a pretty good player, dude. Oh, yeah, I think it's the track record speaks for itself. Yeah, she's a pretty good player. But who else does like, she have? Who else does uh, she have? She had Anthony Miller as a sleeper. Hmm. Uh, Kareem Hunt as a bust. I guess she knew what was going down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe oh. Mixon as a breakout. Okay. Jamison Crowder as a comeback, and Matt Ryan as a stash catch. Everybody had Jamison Crowder as a comeback. That you know. Well, there was two people who did, who had Crowder as a comeback. Two people, yes. I think I, I, I hit the, the nail on the head with the breakout. Oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But you didn't like my luck pick, Ronis. That was too easy for a comeback that was, player? That was, yeah, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Andrew, Andrew Luck, it's like we know if he's healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Jeez. <laughs> uh, how about my, my comeback player that should, should be Tom Brady? Uh, he will come back to be more, better than, than the 23rd quarterback taken off the board. I don't know. This is interesting. Interesting. Rebound. Tom Brady. Oh, Tom. No one wants Tom Brady this year. Like, no. Dude, guess his ADP in FFWC. Guess. Uh, well, let's see. I would say round 18. So what's round 18? What's 18 times 12, Ronis? Uh, it is 192. Two, 216. I'll no. say his thing is about 200. 191. Uh, it's close, right? But his uh, high low is 138, 231. He wasn't, even draft- he, wasn't, oh. he wasn't drafted in one of our leagues, too. In one of our last 10 drafts, he was not even drafted. Well, look, the truth of the matter is, do you think you can win a fantasy league with him? No, I don't. And to be honest, I don't want him. I don't. I mean, he, well, he did throw for 4,100 yards and 27 touchdowns. Yeah, but look at he the could- game log, man. That's the thing. We, we look at these whole numbers now. You have to look at the game log. There were a lot of weeks like he was just not good. And I know it's 33 and one. But and and if, if I remember, if I remember correctly, hasn't he had like two years in a row now? Weeks 14, 15, 16 have been pretty bad. No, 14 was 358 and three. 15 okay. was 279 and one. 16 was good. 126 and one. Yeah, that's two. That's the semifinals and the finals and big high stakes weeks where he was not good. How many weeks? So he had here are his touchdowns. Three, two, one. Three three one three. Then it goes zero one zero two one three one one. That's not good. No, it's not. And you know, again, we we talk about it a lot more with consistency. And obviously, Bob Long's a big proponent of this. He's actually going to join me today at three forty p.m. But this is where consistency comes into play. A lot of times, we are talking about the overall numbers for the season. But you want to look on a week-to-week basis, and you see with Brady, it's boom or bust, and you really don't want that. And you know this team is a run-heavy team. And look at the lack of weapons on offense. You really think they're going to have Brady come out and sling the ball here? They're just not. They don't have the weapons to do it. Well, what do you think about Drew Brees? I'm not See, high Drew, Drew Brees, Brees either. Drew I'm Brees, how, I, he had two games of throwing over 40. Two. Week I, one, 45 attempts. Week two, 49. Otherwise, he didn't go over 40 attempts. Yeah, I'm not high on Drew Brees this year. Uh, again, this is a team that runs the football out. Their offense was not good down the stretch, and you hit it on the head. Pass attempts. See, this is not the Drew Brees that we knew. Drew Brees, two years ago, 2016, 673 pass attempts. The last two years, 536, 489. 
Okay, you can tell me, oh, look at his completion percentage. It was 74.4% last year. Yeah, he had 32 touchdowns, but look at the games, man, spread out. It's just it's inconsistent. The yards aren't – he just doesn't have the volume anymore. This team is 24-7 and seven over the last two years. They have a recipe for success. And it Taysom Hill. And Taysom Hill right. comes in the game a lot. It doesn't ask for Breeze to throw the ball a lot. So Breeze is someone that – will not be on my teams this year. And, what, again, what? good NFL quarterback, but I think for fantasy, I don't think he's winning anything for you. He's not going to lose it, but he doesn't have that that huge ceiling that we used to see on a week-to-week basis. Ronis, I'm going to give you a guy who's starting to creep up my sleeper list. Kirk Cousins. I he, will maybe say Maybe he's that, better. Cook is good. Thielen, Diggs, there were tight ends. Maybe, maybe he was just uncomfortable last year. I think he's a tremendous QB, too. He's actually going, like, as QB 20. So I think he is undervalued. The one issue I have is that when they changed the offensive coordinator last year, they really shifted to run heavy. And he had six. But you're not gonna, you're, they're not going to run with Dalvin Cook 25 times? Uh, not 25, but they want to run the football. They really do. I mean, don't you, you saw it Dalvin, last year. Don't you think Dalvin Cook is a 15 type of a guy? With the, and, then, and then five, six receptions. We'll get him yeah. the ball more in the passing game, for sure. Yeah, but when I think of Dalvin Cook, though, I don't think of him. And I'm going to look here. How many carries a game do you think he's good for? Last year, where is it? Why can't I find it? Last year, um, 16, 10, 10, 10, 9, 10, 9, 13, also, 19, 16. They were also giving Latavius Murray a lot, and they were worried about his injuries. Murray's gone. Do you think Alexander Madison gets more than 10 touches? Not more than 10, but maybe he gets 5 to 8. I, it just, you look at what they did last year down the stretch. They really wanted to run the football. They, that's why they fired the offensive coordinator. They were like, we're not running the ball enough. So I think they really want to run the football. And uh, even look at the pass attempts for Cousins down the stretch. 33, 28, 21, 33. And earlier in the year, for, look, the start to the year, 36, 48, 55, 50. Like, he was throwing a lot. And I had him early in the year, and I liked him, but... They felt like they were a better team running the football down the stretch. So, But you're right, though. Cousins, I think, is undervalued because he could bounce back first year in the offense, adjustments. He's got two really good receivers, got a good tight end of Rudolph. Maybe they mix in Irv Smith into the offense. You got a good pass catching back in Dalvin Cook. So that, the problem I is think, that team, the defense is too good for me. Exactly. Exactly. Defense so is too good. If they have success running the football, they're going to want to go to the formula that they did last year. But and my again, problem is when the defense is too good, they're like, ah, oh, just punt it. Don't, don't take a risk, right? Because they're like, our, our defense will get the ball back. See, yes. people don't think about that. Yeah, that's the, the way they're going to think. But I do think Cousins is, uh, if you really wait on the quarterback, like you said with your week around 14, 15, if you get Cousins as a QB2, I'm fine with that. I think if you were Garoppolo Cousins, could you exist? I think you can. It's not ideal, but I think you can. I have to discuss that more. All right, we're figuring out ways to win your fantasy football league. We'll figure out some more when we return right after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Oh, 
right, we're back. Do me a favor. Go to playffwc.com right now. Sign up for one of our starter drafts, Draft and Go, the online championship, or the Fantasy Football World Championship, the main event. A lot of different price points, a lot of different ways to play, whether it's 35 bucks or 299 or, you know, the big, the big kahuna, the main event, Ronas. I just want people playing. I want people drafting at them as much as possible because maybe, just maybe, they'll, they'll, they'll win and then they'll uh, love it and do it more. Definitely. I mean, once you get a taste of it, it's addicting. You want to be in a lot more drafts. So it's a lot of fun. You can win big prizes. So get in as many drafts as you can. If I told you you could draft every night between now and the start of the season, would you be good with that? Yes. I but you didn't have to worry about the team. I need a sponsor. Oh, <laughs> uh, you meant you meant so like best ball or well, no regular? You just draft, but you do, do you want to do the moves or you just do you like the draft part? Um, I like both. I mean, you know, I think working the waiver wires skill and it's fun. The problem is when you have too many leagues, it's just like you have to. It, it takes a lot of time, and you know, I I spend a lot of time on each league, and that's the problem. Even if it's a league with not much on the line or just bragging rights, I still take it seriously. So that's the problem for me. Is that well, I'm going to take everything seriously. I know everyone will say, well, have a priority and put the high-dollar leagues first. Yeah, they should be, but I'm still going to spend time on the other ones. So that's the problem. Well, I try to find – if there's a guy I like, I try to see if I can get him in every league. I do try to do that if I can. Like if I like Antonio Callaway in one league, I will try to get Antonio Callaway across the board. Well – well, let's because he's also a player that is going late, right? So if you do miss out and you're wrong, it doesn't cost you much because you didn't invest much, right? Right, but I'm just saying when I do for 12 different leagues, I will look for certain guys and see if they're available because obviously if I like them in one league, I like them oh, Okay, leagues. yeah, oh, for the waiver, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, the one downside is if you're wrong on that player. Right. Right, but you know what? I mean, I, I always say I, I like him for a reason. There must have been a reason I wanted him, so I usually go get him. But then some leagues you have to pay more than others. That's the right, as we have seen. That's one of the biggest things. We can see a player go for 320 in one league and 116 in the other, and you're like, how did that happen? I know. All right, guys, keep it right here for another hour of full-time fantasy with Adam Ronas. This is Dr. Roto saying be well and take care. <laughs>